You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. The Motors Group shared a sense announcement with us this morning before market open, uh, announcing their interim results as well as a cash dividend for the six months ended the 31st of December. I'm joined on the line now by Motors' CEO, Osman Arbi, to take a look at this and see how the company has performed or how they've fared in this first half of the year. Uh, good evening, Mr. Arbi. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time. Uh, I suppose let's start with in- uh, reflections of the first half of the year. Uh, obviously, a uh, challenging operating environment with elevated interest rates and other challenges that have um, sort of persisted within the market beyond your control. Uh, but how do you reflect on the, the the first half of the period? How would you say the company performed? Good evening, Jimmy, and good evening to your listeners. I think firstly to give the to give some perspective is that we at Motors are very fortunate that 35% of our profits are not from South Africa. Only 65% of our profits are from South Africa. So we have a very good balance between offshore and onshore income. Not ideal, but a very good balance. And our business has, has got four legs to it. We've got the importers and the dealerships, including the car rental, and then we've got the mobility solutions, we've got the aftermarket parts, and the retail side of our business. So that gives us a good balance. And if you look at the six months, uh, we've grew our revenue by 11% and our EBITDA by 13% and operating income was flat. Now, that's a very resilient business in an industry where the Vehicle sales are flat, or uh, in fact, they were minus 5%. Um, interest rates are high, like you've just said. Um, cost of living, inflation, power outages, um, and high unemployment. So, you know, we're in a perfect storm where the economic decline is material, and we've got a very fragile consumer because of that. But because of the different legs to our business, I think we're very fortunate that we can produce this kind of result. Now, obviously, when you look at the attributable earnings, we're down by 27%. And the only reason for that is the high interest bill. So we borrowed money offshore to do a big acquisition, which is paying very good dividends. Um, We were overstocked slightly, uh, which will come right by June. Uh, We've got a number of cars, I mean, big investment in vehicles for hire, which is our rental business, which will normalize again in June for seasonal, for the seasonal decline. So the interest bill is high, but that's a temporary thing. And by end of June, we'll get to a new normal with interest. And then we sit with a very sustainable uh, business going forward. Osman, you mentioned uh, the... Obviously, the the, int- the interest bill coming through higher, but the additional debt you had to take on for that acquisition uh, to the tune of some almost 700 million rand, so 699 million rounded up, call it 700 million rand. Uh, the assets that you bought there, you mentioned that they're starting to bear fruit. They're integrating well within uh, the business. Can you shed some light around uh, where those acquisitions took place off- in the offshore market? Was it in the UK business, in the Australian business uh, or somewhere else? The acquisition I was referring to was the MPD acquisition in the UK, which cost us 3.7 billion rand. And um, we did that in October 2022. So in this half, we had it in for three months last year. For this year, we got it for six months. So you've got the debt of 3.7 billion rand on that acquisition. And then in the last six months, we did another two bolt-on acquisitions, one in Australia and one in the UK. Uh, for 700 million and uh, again 
both the MPD businesses and the two last acquisitions we've did, one in Australia and one in the UK, are doing quite nicely. The MPD is big in aftermarket. That's the only business in aftermarket parts. That means they don't sell new cars or pre-owned cars. They sell parts. The aftermarket parts in the UK, there's about 32 million cars that they sell parts to. Very good business, and um, we should get a lot of synergies in the next two years as well. Uh, the motor business in the UK, uh, the, the trucking side is doing very well. The passenger side, which is a small part of our business in the UK, uh, battling a bit because of uh, high interest costs and a fragile consumer. In Australia, we've got a different story. The market's doing very well in Australia at the moment. Uh, they one year behind us in terms of their their pain, and I think it'll come in the future, but right now, Australia is doing very well for us. Osman, can we reflect on liquidity and uh, free cash flows within the business? Obviously, with so many acquisitions and taking on a lot of debt, it's it's important to be able to keep that uh, critical balance from a cash flow perspective. But you've managed to increase your cash flows massively um, in this period as well. Obviously, strengthening uh, the balance sheet and the financial position of the business means you're better placed for any potential headwinds that might come up. Perfect. So... The free cash flow was $2.8 billion for the six months, and we're hoping we can repeat that in the second six months. That brings your debt to a very normal level, and that sets, up, uh, sets us up quite nicely for acquisitions after July onwards when we have a freer balance sheet. And there are some opportunities we're looking at uh, offshore in the UK and Australia, and obviously we'll pursue that um, seriously from July onwards. Now, you could be asking the question and saying, but no South African acquisitions. Unfortunately, in the car rental business, we've got a 25% market share, so to do an acquisition is impossible because of competition commission rules. After market parts, we, had about a, a third, uh, we have about a 33% market share. Again, very difficult to do an acquisition. And as far as the dealers are concerned, uh, we, you know, it's not really competition commission, but we're dependent on the OEMs. So if they don't give you approval, you can't buy without their approval. So South Africa for us is becoming difficult in terms of a big acquisition. We will do some bolt-on acquisitions, but the big acquisitions, unfortunately, will have to come from overseas. Quite an interesting outlook there as well, especially if we look at uh, the likes of uh, competitors like We Buy Cars that are looking to potentially list, and uh, th- that presents a very interesting dynamic for, for the environment. Osman, I want to reflect on the uh, earnings or the headline earnings and the dividend. Obviously, that came down now in the current six-month period, but when normalization does take place over the next six months, and as you expect, the second half of the year to be a lot better, uh, are we looking at potentially seeing a a return to dividend when we do the full, or a higher dividend rather, in the full year payout and a normalization of that headline earnings figure? It wasn't down by much, I mean, compared to uh, some of the other uh, numbers and everything else that's happened. So for us, the normalization of profits will be for the financial year to June 2025. Mm. June 2024, we've got four months to go. The interest bill is still high. So that will continue right up to June when we bring the stock levels and the vehicles for higher back to normality. So the, the, the full benefit of the interest bill will benefit the 2025 financial year where we should get back to normal, paying a a good dividend again, 35%. That's what we try to pay, 35% of attributable income. Uh, 
and uh, for us 2025 will be back to normal. Well, we wish you all of the best of luck. Obviously, with strategic acquisitions comes a lot more in terms of new challenges and new management uh, and integrating everything into the business. But uh, with the confidence that you and the team have and the hard work that you've put in, uh, no doubt you have everything on the right track. And we look forward to seeing a strong set of numbers when everything does uh, sort of settle down. We'll leave it at that, uh, Osman. Thanks so much for for the insights. That's Osman Arby, who's the CEO of Motus, uh, sharing the first half of the year's results and performance from the company, as well as some really good strategic acquisitions that the company has gone on. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.